Well, hello and welcome to the Goat Life Podcast, the premier podcast from the folks at JB Racing Goats. In this podcast, we talk about the everyday challenges that come with raising breeding goats, as well as the fun we have while doing it. To find out more about JB Racing Goats, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or on the web at jbracinggoats.com. Just one small disclaimer, the information on this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of trained professionals. Be sure to consult your local veterinarian for any medical advice. Now enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the podcast, The Goat Life, and I'm Chloe. And I'm JB. And we've got a lot to talk to you about today, don't we, Chloe? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's been a pretty busy week, tiring week. Like all of our other weeks. Yes, since birthing season started at least. Yeah. Now, I think last week we told you that we were going to end birthing week, birthing week last week, and we were telling the goats they had to wrap up, but they just have not not listened, have they? <laughs> nope. So what's, uh, what's been going on this week? Well, actually, one of our goats did have a baby mm-hmm. this week. That's right, Clover. Mm-hmm. And Clover was Jude's show goat two years ago, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Did quite well. She did do very did well. quite well. And she's a smaller goat. Yeah. Yeah, so she's a really small frame goat, and um, she's also a little bit timid. Yeah, she's a little bit more on the timid side, I'd yeah. say. So we kind of, like, through her pregnancy, made sure we would feed her separate sometimes and make sure that she got enough yeah. of food and stuff. But um, we were excited to see her birth because we put her with a, um, a larger, a meatier goat. Yes, we call him Meat Brick (laughs) because that's exactly what he is. He is gigantic. Yes, he looks like a big brick of meat. (laughs) Um, And so we were very excited to see her babies. Um, But she she finally gave birth this week, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit of a, a, a tough one. And why was that? Yeah. Well... It was very slow, but the baby yes. was very big. Yes. Quite big, yes. Yeah, we, we thought, we, we were saying, oh, shit, two, maybe three inside of her. Well, she's such a small goat. You would expect her to have small babies, right. regardless of the fact she was bred with a, a very big male. Yeah. That's just what we expected. Yeah, we expected smaller profile. And, yeah, instead, um, the baby was so big we didn't we we thought the head was coming out first remember we yeah. thought it was the head and i'm like feeling i was like oh maybe that's like the teeth and the and no it was a foot that was just so big that we <laughs> thought it was the head and uh i tell you um i told my friends this is the one that we trained for whenever we uh talked about our birthing kit and we talked about needing the big long gloves to uh-huh. reach up inside if you have to. Well, I didn't have time to put the big long gloves on. But I had to reach inside and help this one along. Because it was in the birth canal. It was she could she was having a hard time pushing it out. It was her first first baby ever. Mm-hmm. And it was in the birth canal for 
like a half hour the thing wasn't moving and yeah. so we with one of her her once we, we could tell that the feet were there then i could reach in and see that the head was in the right position yeah wait with her pushes we just started pulling it and then i had to reach my hand in and get behind so i could get the head <laughs> get behind the head and start pulling <laughs> and um it all came out all right though yeah one really big baby nice and sturdy was on its feet yeah. in just a few minutes. Probably the quickest one on its feet that we've seen in a while. <laughs> yeah, really. And a um, very nice looking goat. I, I, uh, oh, maybe I can remember to put this picture on Instagram, but I put a picture of them like standing beside each other the next day, and it's almost impossible to tell that this goat <laughs> came out of that goat just less than 24 hours ago. Because it's, it's so big, it's like it's a half her size, it looks like. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, yeah, you never know what you're going to get with the pregnancies. We, uh, you know, I mean, we always hope for multiples because that makes for better sales, more sales, right? Yeah. I mean, more options when it comes Mm -hmm. to showing. Yep. But at the same time, when you see a nice, good, sturdy goat come out, it's really hard to be upset about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we, uh, Jude named him. Jude got naming rights. Mm-hmm. And what, what did he name him? Ace. Ace. That's right. Ace. Ace the goat. And, uh, um, yeah, so we're, we're so far so good. She's been a good mama. She has been actually. Yeah. And I actually was looking in the camera tonight and saw her finally cleaning its butt. <laughs> so she seemed to have avoided that activity earlier, but. She's a good mommy. She took to him right away. Yeah, she did have to figure some stuff out. <laughs> yeah, yep. It was it was kind of funny watching her uh, nurse. Yeah, you know, she was nurse. trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she was uh, lifting her leg. And whenever he would come over and try to give him space, I guess. I don't know, but she wasn't sure. But, but um, no, she's a, she's a good mama. And now she's uh, got a baby to take care of. So I think that'll help make all those pregnancy pains worth it and um what else what else has been keeping us so busy this week well also there's another goat that is pregnant as well ah yes and she's the one we keep saying that doesn't have signs yes or and we actually do have an episode on some goat, some signs you might see in goats when they're pregnant, but she doesn't have any, really. Right. So tell them about last year. Well, last year, um, we had, um, well, we knew she was pregnant, but it was just a day before we were leaving to go out of town. And we told our friends who were watching her, just to keep an eye on her. And the next day, she had a baby. Nobody was there, and she lost it, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes for a really bad combo <clears throat> because she has no signs, like Chloe said. So we've not been able to successfully tell, like, when she's about to go into labor. Uh-huh. Most goats, like, you can pick up, like, for example, clover you know like two days before she had a bunch of mucus which sometimes that means a week sometimes it means a day but then um like her like a couple days before her bags 
got bigger and we're like okay mm-hmm. she's getting close and then the day that she um she gave birth her bags filled up nice and also, tight also um when she was hours before she was going into labor she was just yelling yeah and right. some of them it's just when they're in labor but sometimes you know before it starts yeah they'll start moaning and stuff but she's i mean yeah with kalila no the tricky goat that's what we kind of refer to her as the tricky uh-huh. goat it, yeah there's just no um no telling and so at this point since all the other goats have birth we were starting to question as to whether what we thought was her indica- indications her signs was maybe trickery so we gave her a pregnancy test yeah it's called the p test and yes. If you, um, this was a surprise find for me. I didn't know exist. I even asked the vet. The vet didn't know that they existed. But I mean, the vet owns a sonogram machine, so they probably don't need things like this. But um, I bought online, and the company's name is EM Lab Genetics, LLC, in Aurora, Illinois. And um, they make something that's called a P-test. It's P-test. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it actually worked pretty well. So yeah. the hardest part was collecting the P. Right? And, yeah. Um, Chloe, you, you were the successful one there. Mm-hmm. How'd you do it? Well, we put her on the stand thinking that we could get her to protest P, as we call it. Uh-huh. Um, but it nothing happened until we let her off the stand. Then the first thing she did was pee. Yes. And I was able to, um, capture, capture some of it. Um, also without, I, I also got some on me as well, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not going to tell you what the instructions are. In this, but they have some instructions on how to get them to urinate, and uh, let's just say they didn't work. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until we got her off the stand and then she did her protest pee that we were able to capture it. And then, what, what you do is you actually have to get a syringe and it has a little bottle with some chemicals in it, and you get some of the urine, inject it in, and then you wait. And it's just like a human pregnancy test you match the Keller to mm-hmm. um, they have a little chart on it, and it tells you first of all if she's pregnant or not pregnant. And then what, like, trimester or what stage she's yeah, in. Yeah, so she's, you know, at the beginning of her pregnancy, in the middle, or in the end. Yeah. Tells you that too. is what they have here, mm-hmm. so. That's actually pretty helpful that they have that for you. It is. So if you have a goat that has no signs, like Kalila, I highly recommend you go buy a couple P-tests. Because the worst thing in the world is to think you have a pregnant goat and check on them every hour of the day for months, <laughs> only to find out that they were never pregnant all along. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. So do yourself a favor. Get a P-test P test, and uh, give your goat a little pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. Home pregnancy for goats. It's an amazing yep. thing, isn't it? Well, see, the other thing that's been keeping us busy has been our escape artist dog, huh? (laughs) Yes. Quite embarrassing. Yes. And he um, has decided he wants to go play with the other dogs in the neighborhood. 
And um, the neighborhood neighbors are all pretty far away. So yeah, um, what it basically we've had to go and drive and pick him up. We've had a couple neighbors who have walked him over to us. Yes, because we do um, have our information on his tag. So yes, and some of them just know that he's. It's true. Some people just dog. know. Yes, he's. I think he's the only <laughs> Great Pyrenees around. Here. Yeah, most people don't know what a Great Pyrenees is. Yeah. They just see this gigantic white dog and yeah. they just kind of know. Right. You're just known as the person with the big white dogs. So. Yes. <laughs> Anytime there's a 120 pound white dog walking around the neighborhood, they, they know it goes with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's just been escaping. And, you know, people would say all the time, oh, he's probably jumping over that fence. No, he doesn't jump over the fence. He no. squeezes under it. He is not a jumper, as I know some people, your dogs do jump over the fence. Well, more like they climb over it, um, more than just jump. But he's just not that kind of dog. He's not great at climbing or jumping, but he is great at squeezing despite his size. Mm -hmm. He is, I don't know, he sucks in his rib cage. (laughs) (laughs) But he digs out a little bit he does, first, but... digs himself out some extra space, and then he finds a place where the fence kind of uh-huh. gives, and he he squeezes under. Mm-hmm. But and the thing is, is you can always tell where he escaped because he leaves a bunch of hair behind. Yes, of course it's always dug up, but yeah. there's always all his hair everywhere. Yeah, we <laughs> refer to his DNA evidence that is uh, he leaves behind the scene of the crime. Uh huh. But um, I, I think I heard today you spent some even more time in the, the pen today. Yes, I have spent the fence. hours um, putting big, hefty rocks in mm-hmm. escape holes or potential escape routes to stop this because it's come to the point where he's doing it like every day. Yeah. Well, even this morning I got up. Look outside, he's sitting there in the backyard. So I take him back with me when I'm feeding the goats, put him in, and before I'm even done feeding the mama goats, he was already gone again. So I was like, yeah, there's uh, definitely some kind of hole somewhere or something. But um, yeah, hopefully he we have it all blocked off now. And luckily, you know, this this is the one time that it's good to have all the rocks that we have in this area. Yeah, we have so a lot of rocks. This so part of the hill country good. is very rocky. So, so we finally uh, put the, the rocks to good use, piling them up against the fence and everything. And uh, like, like we won't uh, have to worry about that anymore, I guess, after well, get them all closed in. I think that there are some still places, I think. I think it's just going to be like, eventually he is going to run out of areas. He can't mm-hmm. dig out of every area in our fence. Um because, well, for one thing, the we have um, our fences on a hill, so when it rains, all the dirt, it all goes down, and then there's holes in the fence, right? But then the bottom of the fence, yeah. all the dirt piles up there, and all the rocks, so he can't dig at the bottom, really. Yeah. So, it's more fortified at the bottom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, uh, at some point, we'll probably catch him, and we can start telling him no, but... Yeah, but it's point. hard to tell a dog to, well, to get a dog to understand not to escape unless you catch him in the action, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
they just won't understand unless you can't just bring them to the hole and say no 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 they don't they don't know it doesn't work that way no not as easy but that's kept us on our toes between that and waking up for goats and checking on them and doing pregnancies it's been a pretty tiring week week huh Mm -hmm. all right well we do actually have a tip of the week this week and considering um we're starting already to get these uh, new kids ready for show season mm-hmm. we thought that chloe could share a tip on halter training and bracing well they are um our kids so far they're like the oldest are like almost three weeks is that right yeah so what i did is when they were two weeks old i would put the halter on them and i'd tie the halter to like a tree or something and I would supervise them but I would just get them used to yes being there and they do fight a little bit but watch me a lot <laughs> um and really I think the really the best thing you can do is just walk them every day they're gonna fight but eventually they'll stop it's just you just kind of have to yeah just leading them, them around mm-hmm. a little every day leading them with the halter just if you could just find a few minutes maybe f- before you go to school if you can just walk yeah. your goat on the halter every day and if you train them at this age then they're just going to know how to do it mhm if you try when they're older sometimes that's a bit trickier yeah. um as last year yeah <laughs> and you know we some of these some of these goats will be our show goats. Some of them mm-hmm. will be other people's show goats. And we want to make sure that they come knowing how to at least be on a halter, if not mm-hmm. brace as well. But if you start them when they're young, they'll know how to do it. And the, the kid is, it's horrible having a goat who will not walk on the halter. Yeah. You might have a really great goat, but if they don't walk. Yep. Some judges are okay. Mm-hmm. But there's also judges who don't like that. Yeah, many judges will just dismiss you. Like mm-hmm. they just won't even give you a second look if your nope. your uh, goat is completely misbehaving like well, that. Especially showmanship. Mm-hmm. You know that's you know it's probably one of the worst things that can happen to you in showmanship if your goat just won't move yep. an inch. Yeah. And we had a goat that we bought mid-season last year. She was a really good-looking goat, but she wasn't halter trained. And she was even hard to get into the barn. It was yeah. a lot of work. So having them halter trained is just good for every stage of transporting them and showing them and getting them to walk the ring and all that kind of stuff. So starting young is great. Yeah, and also with a chain. Mm-hmm. So bracing is definitely something that takes a little bit more effort. So with every goat, sometimes I do different things. But one of my favorite things to do is to take them on a platform, like a bench or in a truck or something. In or the a trunk. Shaving, shaving stand. Or a shaving stand where you can get them to brace. Because the thing is, they'll walk backwards and they'll fall off. And believe me, they won't walk backwards backwards if you if they know they're gonna fall off yeah so Mm -hmm. that you train them that two steps backwards 
you know has them fall off then uh-huh. they won't walk two steps backwards anymore you can also um practice bracing them into the fence mm-hmm. that's also works sometimes for me um but sometimes there's just goats who just won't stop walking backwards and then with those goats i'll just take them on our lawn and i'll just walk them backwards sometimes for like 10 minutes until they stop yep Mm-hmm. and then you brace them and then they know what you're trying to get them to do and sometimes you just have to do that maybe every day you just walk them backwards for as long as it takes until they stop yep and you know that is and this is just kind of a <laughs> a sales pitch i guess for me but a, a tip as well that's one of the difference from buying from a small breeder and a big breeder Mm-hmm. You know, um, like where, wh- what we do is we get the goats ready. So we're going to dehorn them. We will um, band them. We will halter break them. We'll um, even do some bracing and stuff so that, you know, the the folks who who buy our goats are set up for show season. Yeah, but also you have to remember if you leave the goat in the pen all summer... Yep. Just because we halter broke them, if you leave them there, you don't practice. Yeah, they're gonna they'll lose it. They'll lose it. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Yep. Very good point. Very good point. All right. Well, um, I think that's it. Yeah. So, um, as always, if there's any questions that you have. You can reach out to us, um, jb at jbracinggoats.com, um, and we'd be happy to answer any specific questions that you have. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at what? JB Racing Goats. That's right. And Instagram at what? JB Racing Goats. That's right. And our website at jbracinggoats.com. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, um, we've, we've had a few people ask about uh, pictures of the goats. Um, we're, we'll probably put some early photos up, but we're not going to be posting, like, profile pictures yet or anything of them because they're still really small. They're just three weeks at the oldest. And mm-hmm. um, I people buy based on, you know, frames and stuff of three weeks already, but it's a lot easier to tell once they um, you know get over that like two month hump to really know what the goat is going to look like and so that's more our our target for um, putting them out there for sale and frankly um, you know we want to be able to tell what the goats are going to look like as well so that we know how to how to price them and how to fit them to the right person and get them, um, you know, so you don't have a goat that's too big or too small or that's going to be targeted the right weight for the show that you want to you wanna show them at in the end, your terminal show and everything. So um, it's still a little early for that. And so we're, uh, we're not, we're not going to be putting the sale pictures out quite yet. But when we do, we'll let you know in the podcast and all of our other channels as well. Uh-huh. Um, until then, just enjoy the baby goat pics that we have on Instagram. There we're starting. Yeah. We have a couple from this year's, and we have, we took a bunch more pictures, dressed them up this week and everything. 
they don't stay little for long. So no. <laughs> we're going to get all our pictures in when we can, but you can catch them on our Instagram and that should help get your goat fix until we're ready to start letting them go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us again this week um, at the Goat Life Podcast. Uh, we uh, love the, the listeners that we get new ones every week and everything. So thank you for downloading and listening. And we hope that y'all have a great week. So I'm JB. I'm Chloe. All right. See y'all later. Bye.